Hi everyone, SBJ here. This is a special episode of the Pokemon Podcast. This is actually our spin-off podcast called Dungeons and Dragon Knights. Uh what you're going to hear here, here, here. There's two different types. Never mind. What you're going to hear is two hours, well, about two hours of us creating characters uh, based off the Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition. Greg is our DM for the game, and we're going to create characters and we're going to start our journey. This is something we did on twitch.tv slash pkmncast, and we just did this tonight, or whenever you're listening to this, it was done on Monday night. We will be back again on Monday, March 7th at 7 p.m. Central Time to do Episode 2, and then we're going to switch to every Tuesday night after that at 7 p.m. Central Time. So if you didn't get a chance to see our Twitch stream, there will be a YouTube version of this if you want to uh, see the crazy facial expressions I make throughout the the stream. But if you just want an audio-only version, which I know a lot of you do, because I was told so, then here it is. And again, if it's not for you, no big deal. Uh, But... Uh, Hopefully you enjoy it nonetheless. Thanks. What's up, everyone? This is the first episode of Dungeons and Dragon Nights. I am your host, but not your dungeon master. I am SBJ. <laughs> Let's get the roles straight, people. <laughs> We're gonna, the roles. This Badoosh. is the, the onboarding process here. I'm going to try to squeeze in as many buzzwords as I can. <laughs> and here on your onboarding process, below me, we have Jeff. Good evening. What's up? <laughs> Next to Jeff, we have Froki Master Travis. Gosh, I already blew the, the... You mean this game doesn't have graphics joke? That was what I was supposed to do when you introduced me, so now I don't know what to do. And next... I cannot remember the person's name next to you. We get m- many emails about this. No one knows. Marianne. Just call me and the rest. I'm just the rest. The the rest. Rest. We have the rest. We have Logan. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's that's got like negative fifteen more times before it's super old. <laughs> <laughs> It'll never get old. Oh yeah, the fourth one that's on sometimes. <laughs> and finally, the man of the hour. The gentleman who has brought us all here together, who has been waiting over six months to actually do this, we have our dungeon master, Greg. Hey. <laughs> Insert sound effects here. Uh, Greg will be leading our journey through the dungeons and the dragon knights. I actually don't know if there are any dragon knights in this game. Um, he said there's going to be a colossal dragon egg. I'm looking forward to that. 50 foot. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. Where, where should we go? I have a really gross beard right now. I'm going to put that out there. That is not part of, <laughs> part of the onboarding process. But 
This is ultimately Dungeons and Dragons, except we renamed it Dungeons and Dragonites. So two companies could possibly sue us, not one. <laughs> we hope that in the legal battle, they fight each other for who needs to sue for more money, and that <laughs> stops the process of us taking the heat. I have yes. never played D and D. I'm in for a treat. I'm going to pass it over to Greg, though, and set set us up, Greg. What what are we doing here? Well, we are going to at least start and hopefully start your journeys through the world of Pokemon and all the things I have planned for you. Uh, the first thing we need to do at some point is make characters so that you are actually an existing person within this world. And I will ask you a series of leading questions so I can find out your weaknesses and exploit them at a future date. <laughs> All right. Like, I'm, I'm weak to bug, right? Is that, is that what we're talking yeah. about? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and for, uh, I'm going to just preface this out here. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm not trying to interrupt you over and over, Greg, but if you are listening to this in a car or not the video form, this is roughly going to be unedited, just straight to podcast form if you want to listen in your vehicle of choice or while you're running and you don't want to watch. And just before I forget, because there's a lot of things on my mind, I don't want to forget, this is going. This will go on to about 9 p.m. tonight. We're going to be back next week, next Monday, 7 p.m. Central Time to 9 p.m. And then we're rotating to a Tuesday, exclusive Tuesday schedule of 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. So, and... Yeah, so Monday, Monday, then nothing but Tuesdays, and we'll let you know if that changes or not, but we just wanted to be consistent. So Monday, Monday, Tuesday for the rest of your life, and back to Greg. That's a good punk band. <laughs> huh. So I know SPJ has never played before. Logan, what is your experience level? I, I've played a lot of Dungeons & Dragons. Um, I played from 2nd edition on, and, or 3rd edition, I'm sorry, 3rd edition on. And I played a whole bunch of fourth edition, even though that's really more of a board game. Uh, I'm currently in a game that's our, our third campaign in a 5e thing. So I, you could say I'm experienced. Awesome. Travis? Uh, yeah, I've played a lot of D&D as well. Um, played 3.5 a lot, fourth edition a little, and then fifth edition a lot as well. However, the fact that before... We started broadcasting. You said we have to care about components for spellcasting. Means I think you're a much more hardcore DM Ooh, than yeah. I am. Uh, I, I yeah. never make my players worry about that. Eh, eh, whatever. Well, in fact, in my current campaign, I had a player who set up their own character, and then they said, "Oh yeah, I have a twenty in strength. That's just how it ended up." I don't think that's possible at level one, <laughs> but I just didn't care enough to get her to change it so i didn't uh we'll we'll talk about spell components i will cover cover that for those of you that have spells i i'm a mixture of it all right all right jeff what about you i've never played before this is my first game so i'm looking forward to it we have two new folks uh so my experience i will recount my length experience and why i'm generally a dm uh, I first had my first role-playing experience in 1979. <laughs> Unlike most people in 1979, my first game was not Dungeons & Dragons. It was actually Gamma World. Uh, oh. I was nine years old and introduced to the world of role-playing by, through my cousin, as most people were. 
Is uh, Gamma World like good for nine year olds? Well, <laughs> we were all killed by land sharks about an hour into it. So, yes. Awesome. I love Gamma right. World, man. Gamma World's so fun. You make crazy, um, like, trench coat roaches. That's just like a collection of roaches. There's a trench coat. That's what I remember from Gamma World. Yep. So, Gamma <laughs> World was awesome. Um, from there, I played first edition DD, second edition DD. Third edition D and D, fourth edition D and D, and now fifth. Um, so I've been playing for for many many years, and I've been running for a long time, which is why I really wanted to do this and start it up. And I've been wanting to run a Pokemon World game for an incredibly long time, um, and now I get to do it. You have arrived. I finally made you. I finally found people to like enforce my will upon. <laughs> <laughs> I have so, never played any D&D, and I'm probably going to make this extremely hard for you, Craig. No. I no. Have, I have my printouts, though, in front of me, of my things. Oh, well. Character I'm, sheet. Yes. And, uh, and, I've got a, I've got and a for, character iPad. For people at home or on Twitch or listening, podcast or YouTube form, if you hear keyboard clicks and dice rolls or writing, like, this is not going to be the most premium produced podcast. Obviously, we're doing it live. It's, yeah, so it's, it's going to be a little role playing game. Yeah, it's a little rough around the edges. Yeah. Like, a little bit. Like my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, the first thing I feel like I should do for the new people and anybody who's never played DD before is sort of explain DD. Uh, so D&D is a role-playing game in which I've created a framework and you all get to run around in it and find things that I've left for you to find. And um, I'm not the type of DM that's I'm out to kill you. But if you die, you die. But I'm (laughs) going to try to avoid it. Uh, I am much more about creating a framework for you guys to explore and develop your characters in a way that you like, that's heroic, and that's fun and interesting. the D&D 5th edition I really like because it's it's they've simplified the rules a lot. I think it's easier. Um, it is part of the D20 system, the wonderful D20. Um, so the D20 runs pretty much everything. Whenever you want to do something, you're going to say, I want to do X, and I'm going to tell you to roll for it. You're going to roll a D20 and add the appropriate modifier. And that's what this huge character sheet is for, so that you can <laughs> see what all your modifiers are. And so that you know what you're adding to your D20 roll. So that part's fairly simple. Um, The way I tend to run my games is if I like your idea, it's a good idea. We'll go for it. Feel free to ask if you want to do something crazy. Go ahead and say, I want to do this. And I'll tell you if it's possible. Um, Sometimes I may say it's possible and keep from the fact from you that it'll be incredibly, incredibly difficult for you to do. But (laughs) it might be possible. Uh, So... This is a collaborative part, so go ahead and just ask questions. Say, you know, if we're in a tavern, ask, is there a knife nearby or is there a mug <laughs> nearby that I can use? All that stuff is, you know, generally in the world. And so you can use that and just go ahead and ask. Who in this tavern looks the weakest? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not at the tavern yet. We will cover that. Dude, we didn't. Sorry, I'm doing a million things, and I'm trying to pay attention. We didn't cover, like, what kind of world this is for our audience. No, we have not. Okay. So 
this is uh, basically the Pokemon world. So if you take the games as they are up through 6th gen, because we don't know anything about Sun and Moon yet, put all the regions in one world, and then go back 3,000 years from modern day, that's where our game is located. For history, what I sort of came up with is there are still actual animals that are not Pokemon in the world. So things like cats and pigs and monkeys do exist. Um, so the kind of when you're looking at the Pokedex and it says Meowth is the scratch cat and people are like, well, there are no cats in the world. Well, 3000 years ago, there were cats in the world. So when the people started to interact with these new monsters, they had a point of reference and started classifying and naming them that way. Um, so one of the bigger questions that if we get to it, we get to it is what happened between now and the future world that there are only Pokemon. There are no more livestock. There are no more pigs. There are no more monkeys. There are no more normal cats. We may come across what happens. We'll see if we get that far. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, from a sort of world perspective, it is a standard-ish D&D world, so things like magic, elves, gnomes, dwarves all still exist. They are part of the world. One thing that did happen, so time frame-wise for character development, is uh, Pokemon actually started showing up, if people recorded history, about 100 years ago when they first started running into these monsters. Through a series of events... Uh, they realized that these monsters were more powerful, but also somewhat tameable. They just didn't know how to do it. But the first region that actually figured out how to tame Pokemon was actually the Johto region, because they had native Apricorns. Pokemon and Jota. they discovered that Apricorns could be used to bind Pokemon, and that was the first Pokeball. Hmm. Um, a series of small minor wars happened, and eventually the rest of the world exported through negotiations apricots <laughs> to the rest of the region and helped spread the knowledge of how to become a Pokemon ranger or ranger tamer throughout the rest of the world. Um, but it started in Johto. Johto was the first place to actually figure out the spells, how to make it work, how to form the apricorns and create the first Pokemon trainer. Hmm. Apricots are gross. Pretty rad. <laughs> Dried apricots are even grosser. Yes. That's probably why so, they were trading them, because they're not good to eat. <laughs> yep, they can't eat them. But they're great for slapping a Pokemon on them. All right, so are we, like, for the the actual, like, character creation, what kind of... Is, I mean, we're just doing a standard character stuff, right? Or Correct. What kind of, like, for the ability scores, is it... Point by simple custom. So what we're going to do is we're actually going to do uh, roll stats. Oh, my God. To, we are going to do... Stats. It's the best. <laughs> we're going to do my preferred method of rolled stats right now, which is 2d6 plus 6. Oh, right. okay. Interesting. So that gives a good range between 8 and 18, mm -hmm. which is, okay. I think, a good place to start. So yeah. Logan had pre-selected that he was going to be a druid. Mm -hmm. So if Logan wants to roll his six stats, so what what's going to start to roll the stats you is you roll two d six plus six six times and then write those down. Those are your numbers, <laughs> and then you know. can slot them where you want. Do you want to explain? Right. Does somebody want to explain what a druid is? I know what it is in like World of Warcraft, but how does that translate? Same thing. 
<laughs> so World of Warcraft, I mean, much of those things can be traced back to Dungeons and Dragons. It's one of the first things. So a druid uh, is a person that is in tune with nature uh, at higher levels. They are able to transform into various beats through shape changing. They get access to nature magic. Um, they tend to get their power from nature. Um, mm -hmm. Eventually, they can split off into two different paths. One is a much more caster path where they can get a lot of spells. And one path is much more focused on being able to shape change into various beasts. The way cooler, definitely the one I'm going to play. <laughs> because he can transform into various Pokemon that he meets, which is why I need to be careful about what I let him meet. <laughs> uh, so, all right, so I Logan just rolled just all rolled, those things. Yep, so he just rolled six. What he's going to do is write them down, and then he gets to slot them into his various uh, attributes, which is on the sheet. So I so see, like, strength and dexterity. Yep. He can pick where he wants to put those? Yep. Okay. So based on the class, so each class basically has a main stat that's really their most powerful stat. So you kind of want to build that one up. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go through the various stats for those of you who don't know what they are and talk about how they work and what they do. Um, so strength is the general measure of your athletic ability. It's lifting, it's jumping, it's climbing, it's swimming, anything athletic that is not Speed-based comes from strength. So if you guys ever want to do something like, I want to punch a wall, I'm going to have you make a strength check. If you're going to try to jump over a small cliff, I'm going to make you make an athletics check, because we all know small cliffs are deadly in this world. <laughs> I want to play bowling with a golem. Athletics check. <laughs> <laughs> the next stat is dexterity. Dexterity is how agile or quick you are um, it's a measure of how quickly you can react to things how quick you are at hiding things so the skills under that things are like acrobatics sleight of hand stealth how good are you at just sort of being sneaky fast and hiding so if i use to move agility will my dexterity double <laughs> uh, no not for you have you. to use it twice you have to use it twice <laughs> <laughs> uh, dexterity also factors into your armor class it's how you dodge things so for those of you who don't wear a lot of armor aka the wizard uh, you might want to look at dexterity as a, a stat you want to pay attention to uh, the next stat is constitution constitution is basically how hardy you are how good are you at resisting poison attacks uh, constitution also helps run your hit points. So how many hits can you take before you're unconscious slash dead? Generally, it's good to try to invest a little bit extra in constitution, but that's up to your character. Uh, intelligence is a measure of your book learnings. Uh, wizards use intelligence for their spells because wizards are the class that actually went and studied the specific mechanics of how to cast spells. So their spells are run off of intelligence. Intelligence Hogwarts. is good for remembering things, for learning. It's got investigation. So if you have a set of clues and you want to figure out more about that, you're using your intelligence. Got to be smart. Got to be smart. Yes. You don't got to be smart. Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's helpful for a wizard to be smart. 
Wisdom is sort of the weird oddball. It's been there forever, and there's no good reason why it's called Wisdom Stat, but it's been there since uh, the game was first made. Uh, how I look at Wisdom is Wisdom is your experience and general perception of how the world works. So it's, it's street smarts, it's experience, it's being able to tell when somebody is lying to you. Um, it's being able to know how to survive in the wilderness because you have that level of experience. It's also the insight to how the world works. So clerics use wisdom to run their spells. They are innately in tune with how the world works. They get the power from their deity, and then they can cast spells off of that. So for clerics, and I think druids as well, they like to focus on wisdom. And the last one is charisma, which is how much people like dealing with you. It's your presence in the world. It's uh, if you are, can successfully lie to people through deception, can you intimidate them? Can you persuade them to do what you want? Can you perform for them? The one big change I'm making uh, as far as the Pokemon Tamer class is animal handling is usually under wisdom. But when you're trying to do animal handling when dealing with Pokemon, you're going to run that off of charisma. Oh, how good are you interacting feelings. with these slightly intelligent creatures? Slightly intelligent. Well, Some of them are very intelligent. Some of them are very intelligent. So okay, those are that. the stats. Oh, man. The difference between wisdom and intelligence. Uh, first of all, has everybody watched Better Call Saul? Anybody? Nope. Yeah. Nope. Oh, dang it. This is not going to fly. Have. Anyway, the. <laughs> There's so there's like a, a guy who a very smart guy who works IT at a, a hospital and he steals pharmaceuticals to sell them that that guy. But then he's really bad at doing the actual deal and he gets in trouble. He has a high intelligence, but a low wisdom. Mike, the guy who would have protected him from that, has a high wisdom and not as high intelligence. He doesn't he, like he didn't go to get trained a lot in school, but he knows a lot about the world. If I had high charisma. You think I could meet a friendly Latias and convince... Oh, don't even start. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> it's canon in some movie that may in some movie may not um, be called Pokemon <laughs> You know, if that is a goal for your character to make out with a legendary, we'll see what we can do. That's a high bar. That's a I'm real not high making bar. any promises, but... <laughs> We could set precedent for Ash <laughs> to swoop in later. Uh, okay, so Logan did his roles, right? He's all, yeah. he's all so, decked out? Since, Travis since can I'm do his druid, roles. Okay. So you guys saw them in, in there. Since I'm a druid, I put my 16 in, in wisdom, because we use wisdom a lot as a druid. And then I put 115 in constitution, 115 in charisma, since I want to be able to talk to animals and or Pokemon. And Greg just mentioned that charisma is what we're going to use that for. I put one of the 14s in strength, and then my 11 is my intelligence score. So, but I actually got really good rolls. I don't have anything. I mean, 11's my lowest one. I I've been working with characters with the lowest of eight, so I'm rocking this. Feeling good about it. Yeah. <laughs> Mine are all right too. Travis got yep. a 10. Uh, this means I'm gonna. That means I'm gonna get some terrible rolls. That's what that means. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, the only bad rolls only means fallacy. Interesting. Are you a human druid? Yes, I am. And are you taking the standard human package? 
I'm taking the custom one, the super cool one with the feet. All right. Oh, we're doing feats. I hate feats. What? What well, is a what? I have two feet, right? What is feats? We yeah. will cover that in a sec. Oh, okay. okay. We'll, we'll let him. And what is the background that you're going with? So what's uh, your background? I think sage. Okay. So the backgrounds are what you were before you decided to move into your main class. So sage means he uh, spent years just sort of learning lore, wandering around, learning a bunch of things, and eventually learned enough to go through the rituals and the rites to become a full-fledged druid. Yeah. So when he picks his background, there are certain things that automatically happen for him in 5e. Uh, he gains two skills, and he gets to learn two languages of his choice. Wait, so let me let me ask, because uh, it's really important to me, this aspect of my character, I want him to have a pet Zigzagoon. Yes. And I want that to come from... A <laughs> Shiny li- Zigzagoon, right? No, I'm not part of the exact swag club. You can't just oh. can't just. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, he is a hunter, obviously, because he's a druid. So he he uh, killed a lanoon and actually wears the pelt. Um, but he got, he, you know, like the it was a little baby zigzagoon. It was it was real cute. So he adopted it. And the zigzagoon thinks it's that I'm, it's dad. <laughs> OK. <laughs> That's fine. I just want to make, Incidental I just want to make, pet is fine. Yeah. <laughs> make sure it's not in the fireball blast and accidentally dies. Absolutely not. I will not try to kill your pet. <laughs> but as we talked previously before this, your pet will actually have no real gameplay. It's right. just there for flavor. Yeah. He's he's just my buddy. <laughs> and you're but wearing get... its parents around <laughs> It's a, it's kind of a Cubone Marowak sort of a deal. Look, my dude, my dude's a hunter. He's hardcore. He's using all the pieces of his mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's got real dark, real dark, real quick. Yeah. Does this never known anything else? <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> so I'm choosing animal handling as one of my skill proficiencies. Okay. And I'm gonna go with nature. And then Arcana and History are, are already part of it. Yep. As okay. being a sage. Yeah. And I then I will let you choose which of the scholarly trainings you were following from the list or make up your own, whichever. Uh, let me look at those. You, you go to somebody else for a second. All right. So, Travis. Hey, how's it going? Travis, you are a cleric. I am a cleric. And what race are you choosing? I'm going to be a hill dwarf. Ooh, the Hill Dwarves. I'm playing Wendy Cole Carver, the Hill Dwarf. Uh, with beard or without beard? Uh, she is not bearded. Okay. <laughs> is that important? For dwarves, it is. Oh. I feel like I'm missing out on something. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, if you want to go deep into D&D uh, theory crafting, you can find long arguments about whether female dwarves should have beards or not. Okay. All right. We'll keep it at that then. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's let people research that on their own if they want to go that deep yeah all Get right so you are a hill dwarf i am what is your background uh, i'm doing noble Ooh. so you were a noble mm-hmm. and then became a cleric you got it excellent 
So Noble's fairly self-explanatory, one of the higher <laughs> echelons. Uh, you get his sage class is professor. <laughs> so you get to add uh, history and persuasion as your skills mm -hmm. from automatically being a noble. Oh. Uh, you get one type of gaming set. So dice, cards, chess. Uh, I'm choosing chess. All right. You get to add a language of your choice other than um, dwarvish and common, which you know being a dwarf. I'm going to do elvish. All right. And uh, you gain the wonderful ability of having a position of privilege. So uh, people generally think the best of you because you have a noble bearing. Look, my family line goes back far. Awesome. Be people, people know the name Cole Carver, all right? <laughs> That's a last name people know. Excellent. All right. So we got the two people that have played before out of the way. Who wants to roll their stats next? I'll go. All right, Jeff, you're up. All right, so. All right. Big winner. Oh, oh, yeah. 18. How many times do I roll? Six. six. All right, so I'm at four, five, six. It's a good spread. Got that 18. So now I say where I put them. All right, so what is your race? Are you going to be human? All right. Uh, uh, right. Since you are starting, and to keep it easy, we will go with the standard human package. So, uh, like you're buying you're it off to... the like supermarket. I'd take yep. the deviled ham. We'll take we'll take the standard human package. Yeah, if you pre-ordered from GameStop, you could have gotten the uh, Super Collector's Gamer Edition, and your character would have come in a tin that's shaped like Master Chief's head. <laughs> but you didn't. Yeah. Come on, All Jeff. Right. So I'm basic. I'm basic. You're basic. <laughs> Real basic. It's fine. You don't Ugg, need those Ugg stinking feet. That latte basic. <laughs> Jeff over here with the human package. Come on down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So when figuring out your stats, since you are a wizard, the probably most important stat is going to be your intelligence. We'll put that runs there. your spells. 18. All right. Wait, what? Then you can sort of choose what you think is your next best important stat. All right. I took notes when you were talking. Uh, so I guess after spells, I guess I need to put some wisdom and charisma. We'll make those um, six, well, 14 and 12. Um... Actually, Wisdom will be 14, Charisma will be 12, okay. Strength will be 10, Dexterity will be 12, and then Constitution is my 16. Sounds uh, good. Does that work? Yep. And then, since you have the main human's package, uh, you increase all of those ability scores by 1. Oh, so I drink that on my sheet? So like 11? Yeah, like so 11. bump them all up by one. Jeff, your hair is looking real good today. I didn't do that part of my human thing. Is that... I need to do that, right? The variant human, the variant human you can change for, since you're getting an extra skill and an extra feat being a variant, you only up two of your ability scores by one. Okay, cool. Okay, so now this is where the interesting thing comes. So 
those are your scores. And then each of those scores are actually become what's called the modifier. And the modifier is what drives all of your skills. So anything from 10 to 11 has a zero modifier. Okay. Anything from a 12 and 13 gives you a plus one. A 14 and 15 gives you a plus two. A 16 and a 17 gives you a plus three. 18 and 19 give you a plus four. So repeat, on the sheet... Can you, can you repeat that one more time? Just yep. you're like my, my 11 HD is the same, correct? Yep, so your 11 is a zero modifier. And then 13 becomes... So I now make it from 13 to 14. Nope. So what happens is you see on the sheet, there's a little space yeah. above. That's where the modifier goes. So the stat stays the same, gotcha, but gotcha, these gotcha. drive modifiers. Okay, so, yeah, just repeat all the numbers again. And I'll... So, 10 and 11 gives you a zero. Yep. 12 and 13 gives you a plus one. 14 and 15 give you a plus two. Okay. 16 and 17 give you a plus three. Okay. And then I have a 19. 18 and 19 give you a plus four. All right. So then we had talked earlier, and your background that you were going with is a sailor? Correct. Do I give the little story, or do we save that? Uh, we'll save the story for a bit. Okay. We'll it's a good story. story. We'll get to that. It's a good <laughs> one. All right, so when you are a sailor, so if you look on your sheet, you'll see that there's little dots next to the skills. Yes. What I generally suggest is for skills that you are trained in, you fill in that dot. So uh, as okay. a sailor, you automatically get athletics and perception. So you are trained in those skills. So you can put a dot next to athletics and a dot next to did it perception. All right. All right. So you become proficient with navigators tools, which you can write wherever you want, meaning you can navigate the seas, navigate the land, and you are also able to uh, steer a ship. You are proficient in driving uh, water vehicles of all sorts. I do that in real lords. I've done that in real life. Yes. Rowing. So that's cool. Okay, so navigation tools and yep. steering ships. And the special feature that you get for being a sailor, that means that you can book passage for free on any ship to wherever you want, but we cannot guarantee that it will be the fastest or most direct route. But you can get to anywhere for free. And can I book ships for everyone? Yep, in, you and your friends. In, in, in the party. Ah. <laughs> awesome. Like the SSN. Yep. <laughs> Overrated ship. Oh, hopefully not the <laughs> Marville. Or is that how you call it? The one that Yes. Sank? Not the one that sank. Okay, yeah, the so then, as a wizard, let's talk about the proficiency bonus. So everybody starts with the same proficiency bonus. So you'll see a spot on your sheet that says proficiency bonus. Everybody starts with a plus two. Uh, where's proficiency bonus? Uh, it's usually on top of or around by the stats. It's just oh, I see. Oh, it's a circle. Oh, I okay. see. Yep. We write plus two in it, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, what that means is for any skill that you are trained in or considered proficient in, you add that proficiency bonus to the modifier of the stat. So, for example, you have a plus four in your intelligence. Any skill that you have proficiency in, you'd take plus two 
plus the four from your intelligence. So when you're rolling a d20, you would add six to that if you're using a skill that you're trained in. Gotcha. So as a wizard, you get to choose two additional skills from the list. And I will read them to you, which you should also have in front of you. But you can choose two from Arcana, which is basically magic knowledge. History. Insight, which is telling what people's motives are. Investigation. Medicine. Or religion. Is uh, Arcana and Insight. Okay. So just put dots next to those. All right. All right. So then we get to figure out what your hit points are. So at level one, everybody gets max hit points at start. So wizards start with six hit points, and then you add your constitution modifier. I think you made your constitution modifier the 17, correct? Correct. So six so plus gonna, 17. So you're going to have six plus the three that that gives you, so you start with a whopping nine hit points. Gotcha. Uh, wizards can't wear armor, so you are just running around in clothing. Naked. <laughs> I was going to say naked. <laughs> or if you choose, it's your character. Uh, so Keeping a PG. This is your... a Pokemon oh, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For PG, PG, PG. <laughs> uh, so in order to figure out your armor class, we use the basic 10 uh, plus your dexterity modifier. So what did you put in your dex? Uh, well, I put 13 in dexterity, but my modifier is 1, so my armor class is 11. Yep. And for hit points, do I put that in hit point maximum or current hit points? Hit point maximum. So that one should be the 9. Okay. Uh, you start with a 1d6 hit dice. So hit dice allow you to heal yourself while on adventures. Uh, we'll cover short rests and heal when we actually get to that section. So you can just write down 1d6 in there, and we will cover it. In where? There should be oh. a box that says hit dice. Hit dice, gotcha. 1d6. Okay. All right, so I'm going to run also initiative a little bit differently for these games. Um, oh. So generally, when you're rolling for initiative, which means you get to decide what order everybody goes in, uh, generally you roll a d20 and just add your dexterity modifier. For this game, you're going to add your dexterity modifier and your wisdom modifier. Sweet. I like that. Yeah, it's cool. So in the initiative box, you can just add in, add those two together and put that in so you always know what you're adding. Is that, a, is that a decision because it's the Pokemon world that I'm not getting, or is that just your personal preference? That's just my personal preference. I think, given that wisdom sort of your experience in the world, it should factor in how how good are mm. you at just reading a situation. Like, That's fair. This is an ambush point. So it's more than just reacting. Like, how quick can I react? But it's also how quick can I assess right. the situation? So I think adding them together just gives a wider spread. That's cool. Okay. So All right. As the, a human, in, sorry, in the initiative box, what are we yes. writing? Or is that just is that just Travis? That's going to be for everybody. But we okay. haven't done your stats yet. Oh, okay. We'll, okay. I see. I see. Uh, all humans move. Have a base walking speed of thirty feet. So in your speed box, you can write thirty feet. So that means that's how much ground you can cover in six seconds. Okay. So five feet a second. Yep. 
How many patches of grass is that? <laughs> Five. <laughs> well, gotcha. if we consider each patch of grass is a box on a grid, so each patch of grass is five feet, so you can move six patches of grass. Okay. If you get running shoes, we may double that. Unless you get into a random encounter, in which case you have to Correct. immediately stop. All <laughs> stopped. Um, so every human can read and write common. Common is basically what they call the native language. For us, it's English. Um, so you always know common, and then you can learn one other language of your choice of whatever races you tend to deal with. And you can decide that later. I don't. We'll come across that later. Yeah. Where, where does language go? In... Um, just wherever you think you can write it down that you'll remember it. Oh, I see. Sorry, it's in the bottom left box. Yeah. Common, and then I'll say plus one language. Yep. Okay. To make our lives easier, we're just going to go with standard equipment. Uh, so would you, would your wizard use a quarter staff or a dagger? A staff. All right. <laughs> so you get a quarter staff. Um, Duh. You get a component pouch for free, full of everything you need for first level spells. <laughs> uh, you get an explorer's pack and a spell book. I mean, I don't know how a dagger is going to help me. Well, you might need to stab somebody. Who knows? We also can bonk him over the head with a quarterstaff. Both exactly. are viable options for dealing with rowdy people. <laughs> rowdy people. <laughs> and Pokemon. And Pokemon. <laughs> All right. Since you are a spellcaster, your spell casting ability is based off of your intelligence. I have so whenever you are doing an attack spell... That is called your uh, spell attack bonus, which is most likely if you've got the standard sheet on the spell sheet, it's like the third sheet or the second sheet, whatever. Oh, uh, okay. Yes, third sheet. So you add your proficiency, which is plus two, to the plus four from your intelligence. So whenever you're casting an attack spell, you're going to add plus six. Uh, spell attack bonus is plus six. Is that what you're talking about? Yep. Okay, gotcha. Some of your spells are going to require the target to make a save. So saving throws, which we haven't covered yet, but saving throws are the way that you resist certain effects. So if somebody tries to poison you, you'll make a constitution saving throw, meaning you roll the d20, add your constitution modifiers, and see if you beat the DC or the difficulty. If you do, it doesn't take effect. If you fail, it will take effect. So when you're casting spells on people, your spell DC is uh, save is going to be 14. So how that's figured is it starts with an 8. We add 2 for your proficiency bonus, and then your intelligence modifier. So 14. So whenever you're doing something to somebody, I have to roll and beat a 14. Make sense? Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> we'll cover it. There's, it's a lot of rules, I'm... and like, we're, I mean, the, the first encounter is going to make a lot of things clear. Yes. So you don't feel like yeah. you have to understand everything yeah. before you start. That's why I'm um, just saying yes to keep the ball rolling, but I mean, I, I heard what... Wizard, I you heard are what proficient you were... in the following saving throws. So when everybody's trying to affect your intelligence or your wisdom, 
you are proficient in those saving throws. So on your sheet, you should see saving throws for intelligence and saving throws <laughs> for wisdom. You can fill those boxes in. Oh, yeah, intelligence, wisdom. Okay. Uh, so we'll get back to you. You can look at your spell list. Um, so go ahead and start looking at your spell list. But you get three cantrips. Cantrips are considered zero-level spells. You get to cast as many cantrips a day as you want. And is that in cantrips the for everybody. Five. <laughs> you get to pick six first-level spells that are in your spell book. So go ahead and look through the list, which we'd already been started doing today. Um, the interesting thing about it is you only get to cast two first-level spells in a day, but we will cover that when we get to that part. So okay. go ahead and start looking at your spells. Pick whichever spells you think you want, and we will move on to Steve. Where it all falls apart. Falls apart. <laughs> SPJ is going with the Pokemon Tamer class that I created. Oh, yeah. So we're off the rails at this point. So he gets to roll his six stats. All right, all right. Let's see what you get. Hair, I'm going to get the worst rolls out of all of you guys, because that is my luck in... Anything. The worst the worst you get is like you know eight. Eight. Still... Eight. 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 And eight. <laughs> Monday rap song. Eight. Eight. Uh did I do this right? There we go. That's right. Yep. I gotta do that. That's not an eight. Six times. Two. Three. Four. Five. And six. Ah, those aren't too Fine. bad. Those are pretty Those are good. Big numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody got the the crazy eighteen except for Jeff. Yeah, Jeff got the crazy eighteen. Did anyone He's get? An, and no one got an eight, right? That was the lowest you nope. can get. That's the lowest. Right. Nobody got an eight. Nobody goes into the negative modifiers. I don't have to explain negative modifiers. That's very exciting. <laughs> so, I feel okay. So I feel like I read everything you sent me, but now I feel yep. like I'm not like I'm missing something here uh so the main skills for pokemon tamers are going to be your charisma oh good because that's uh, charisma, what i was gonna max out anyways yeah charisma is you your gotta, you gotta one. meet that latias <laughs> yeah you gotta Somehow. be primed for that um and then so this kind of choice you have to make sort of at this point is if you want to be uh Pokemon trainer that also casts spells later, if your you spells are going to be run off of your intelligence. So if you want to go the spell path, you might want to put stuff into intelligence. If you want to go more towards the warrior path for Pokemon trainers, which I wrote, um, then you're probably going to want to... Uh, that's much more uh, charisma-based, so you can just choose where you want. But if you think you want to become a spellcaster later, then you might want to put your initial investment into intelligence. So I got, I got for, for our listeners that are following along here in this, we got Path of a Warrior, warrior and then Path of a Mystic, right? Yeah. Those, those are my two choices. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think I want to go with the Warrior Path. Warrior. All right. Well, that won't happen to level three, but it's good to know that that's where you're sort of heading, so you can... Judge accordingly. Okay. You are also going human, correct? Oh, yeah. I'm definitely a human. So once you've decided where all your stats are, you can increase them all by one. 
when one more time, what what is Constitution besides uh, the Declaration of Independence? The Constitution is how well you endure things. It also runs your hit points. Ooh, uh, I like that. I'm gonna do 16 there. So I got a 16, 16, 12, 12, 14, 13. Do 14, 13, 12, 12. All right, so I got 12 in strength, 14 in dexterity, 16 constitution, 12 intelligence, 13 wisdom, and 16 charisma. Ooh, so then being a human, you increase all of those by one. Where do I put that? Do I write that above, plus one? Nope, you, 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 you change the actual stat to one higher. Oh, okay, I'm just gonna... I'm doing this in a pen because I thought that would be uh, terrible, and it is. But I printed out like a hundred of these, so I can rewrite them later. You can rewrite them. <laughs> okay, now what? Now where do I go? All right. So then, in the box above or below, depending, you can write the modifier that goes along with that. So if you have any tens or an elevens, they give you a zero. Twelve and thirteen give you a plus one. Fourteen, fifteen give you a plus two. Sixteen, seventeen give you a plus three. And you are not in the 18s. No, nope. that would be a plus four. So are those are and those are permanent as well. They are semi permanent um, at level four at level eight. Uh, you get to increase your actual stats. So throughout the p- game play, those stats will change. But for right now, they are set in stone. OK. Yeah. All right. So, what background were you thinking? Who were you before you became a, pet, a Pokemon tra- tamer? Uh, before I was a Pokemon tamer, I was a uh, professional wrestler that I hurt my neck too many times, and that is why I tamed a Farfetch to do the fighting for me. So, we're is going with the entertainer? Really <laughs> Sure. Entertainer Gladiator is a background. Yeah. That's true, Gladiator. That works. Oh my gosh. So we are going the Entertainer Gladiator route. Yes. Sounds right. right up my alley. Entertainer. And I, when I'm not recording Pokemon podcasts, I am a Gladiator. <laughs> I, I love this character concept. Sure. It's pretty awesome. We'll, we'll go with that and not question you. <laughs> All right. So the two skills you get for being an entertainer are acrobatics. I mean, I was a wrestler, so that makes sense. And performance. Wait, were you, but you're a Pokemon tamer, right? Or yeah. wait, I was a wrestler, now. but I he had to retire. Okay. All right, I got those marks. You up. had to retire. Why did you have to retire? Because I hurt my neck, Logan. Oh my god, Logan, keep <laughs> up. Keep up. Sla- stop this slaughtering dramatic storytelling. I'm writing. I'm writing my professor. You guys, <laughs> I'll bring it back. My computer isn't plugged in. All right. This- As an entertainer, uh, you also get to be proficient in using disguise kits. Perfect. I love this already. (laughs) (laughs) You also get to choose to have one musical instrument of your choice. Ooh. Hmm. Hmm. How much do they matter? I'm feeling a harp. All right. Uh, a, A harp. All right. What would you rather? What would you rather smash on some boss's face when you get mad at them? A harp. All right. You have a you have a portable harp. Where do I, do I write that somewhere? 
You can equipment. Write whatever you want. Equipment. Sure. Okay, I have one. a harp and a disguise kick. Um, as a entertainer, uh, one of the benefits you get is whenever you go to any town, you can find a place to perform to make money. Perform to make. Can I switch my instrument to a microphone? Is that an instrument? It is not in this world. All right. They didn't exist. Three thousand years yeah. in the past. Yeah. I thought Gladiator was. De- I thought Gladiator didn't get the instrument. But could could his voice be the instrument? Like he has just like perfect pitch or something? Yeah, you can, well, he has the option if he wants to replace the instrument with some sort of crazy gladiatorial weapon like a net or a trident. <laughs> he is free to do that as well. I'll, I'll stick with the harp. <laughs> and then you said I can I can perform my sir my acts of services to make money. Correct. Oh. Coming my way. Um, you also, depending on how well you do in the world, you may find that people in towns know who you are. You may become a minor celebrity. That, I, that is why I'm doing this, is for the popularity. <laughs> for the popularity. You yes. are still angling for that legendary to notice you. <laughs> it's not right. That's all I got to say about that. All right. So... Uh, proficiency bonus, like everybody else, is a plus two. Your initiative, you're adding your modifier for your dexterity and your wisdom. Initiative is dex plus wisdom. Yep. And proficiency plus two? Proficiency is plus two at this level. Where is that on the sheet? Should be a box or a circle. Oh, yep, yep. Yeah, I filled. That was the first one I filled in. Okay. Yep. All right. So, as a Pokemon Tamer, you get to choose four additional skills from that list. The list is Animal Handling, History, Insight, Perception, Persuasion, and Survival. I get to choose four of them. Yep. Uh, Definitely Animal Handling, uh, Persuasion, Survival, and Insight. Perfect. Uh, as a Pokemon Tamer, your saving throws that you are proficient in are Intelligence and Charisma. But bubble those in. Yep. Fill in my Scantron here. <laughs> Remember to use the number two pencil. <laughs> uh, starting as a Pokemon Tamer, you know the uh, Pokemon Capture Ritual, so you have created your first Apricorn, and you caught your first Pokemon, which we decided beforehand, which is Farfetch'd. Yes. Yes. And I made oh, the stats for awesome. Farfetch'd. <laughs> so I have you should the have Farfetch'd your stats. stats. Yeah. Yep. All right. You are, you are proficient in using light armor, and you are proficient in using simple weapons. Yeah, sounds, sounds up my alley. So light armor are things like heavy clothing, leather armor, Stuff that lets you move. Move ability. Uh, as a human, your base movement speed is 30 feet. 30 feet. Write that in the speed, right? Yep. 30 feet. That is 30 American feet. 30 American feet. All right. All right. So we'll figure out your equipment real quick. Uh, we'll just do very basic equipment. 
Uh, so you'll start with leather armor. I look good in leather, so yep, got that. Who Better doesn't? Than naked. <laughs> <laughs> and then, would you like? Where is my equipment list? There it is. Would you like a quarter staff, a dagger, or a spear? Mm, probably a spear. All right. Dang it. <laughs> I had quarterstaff written down, and then Jeff was like, I'm going to do quarterstaffs. I'm like, man, I'm, def- I'm definitely not going to get any of the quarterstaffs in this thing. And then I'm like, okay, cool. I'll do, I'll do spears instead. Dang it. <laughs> we're taking People all stealing your thunder uh, and then you also have an explorer's pack an explorer's pack is basically their general everything you need to survive while adventuring there are actually rules that list everything in there but whatever it's right. rope and flint and bed and whatever <laughs> alright so to figure out your armor class since you are wearing leather armor Yours is 11 plus your dexterity modifier. 11 plus my dex. So that's uh, 14, 15 plus the 2. 16. So what's your what's your dex? My dex is uh, 15 and then as the plus 2. Yeah, so it's 11 plus 2. So 13. Welcome to the Pokemon Podcast Reads Numbers. I'll be your host, Ooh. Travis Wheeler. In <laughs> today's episode, we're going to be talking about numbers. That's a 16, so that modifier is going to be a plus three. Plus two. Uh, plus two. Oh, do I write that in armor class? Do I write yeah. uh, 13 then? 13. Sweet. All right. So hit points. Pokemon Tamer, you have uh, six plus your constitution modifier. So what's your constitution? Uh, Three. So you have nine hit points as well. You know it. I write that. And you have a 1d6 hit dice. Hit dice, 1d6. Still looking for where... Do I write that in current hit points or temporary? It's your current maximum hit points. Your max will always be nine. So make sure that you write that permanently, and then as you get hit, we subtract from it. But always keep in mind that the base right now is 9. Got it. All right. So uh, for using your spear to attack, if you should ever wish to attack with your spear, uh, that is based off of your strength. So your attack bonus is your proficiency Plus your strength modifier. So what's your strength? Uh, it is plus one is my modifier. So to stab with it, it is going to be a plus three if you want to stab somebody with it. Plus three. Now if you want to throw it, that's run off of your dexterities. So what's your dexterity modifier? Plus two? Yes. So to throw it at somebody, it's actually a plus four to hit them. All right, so plus three stab, plus four throw. Yep. Then the spear does 1d6 piercing damage. 1d6p. Yep. For those of you who are using quarter staffs, quarter staffs do 1d6 bludgeoning damage and are also run off of your strength to hit. I think I'm going to go with a club. 
Nobody's nobody's choosing club. Nobody's right? choosing club. I'm in the, the only one in the club club. The club well, we club, 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 that's so club. good. <laughs> and so Travis. Yeah. Travis is going heavy armored, correct? Yes, I am. Yeah, sorry, I, I missed the question because I was looking at my spells. My apologies. So what, first of all, what weapon do you think you're picking? Uh, Warhammer, of course. The raddest one. Yes. Perfect. And I'm going to give you, since your your life domain gives you access to heavy armor, mm -hmm. I will give you ring mail, which Whoa. makes your armor class 14. Oh, it said I could use chain mail, though. Whatever. You can. Isn't chain I'm not mail giving better? you chain mail for free. Oh, okay. Oh, so is I'll... it for... Yeah, because it's really expensive. We're gonna keep it. Oh, okay. We're gonna keep it. We're gonna keep you people a little hungry at first. That that <laughs> sounds good. Um, so that's gonna be fourteen, and then I get plus two from the shield, right? Yep. Assuming I'm wielding it. Cool. Okay, so we have the basics for making characters. We have enough to be dangerous. Mm -hmm. So now, now I get to ask. Background? Now I get to ask questions. So my first question for everybody thinking about your character is what is your current family situation? Parents, siblings, what's your family like for your character? <laughs> I can I can start if nobody has ideas. Yeah, I go. I mean, I have none. Uh, so once my family saw that I had uh, some gifts in terms in terms of divine magic they sent me off to learn to be a cleric um because there was a lot of problem with poison type pokemon in the uh in mount coronet where where my family lives uh in the mountain um they sent me off to learn to be a cleric so that i could heal them from all the poison uh but when i came back the the entire um coal carver clan uh was actually dead they were all um killed by the poison before I was able to come back and heal them. So I'm in this weird position where I have uh, noble history, but my, I'm, I'm the only one left in my clan, other than maybe some like very distant relatives, like cousin, like second cousins or something. Excellent. So which region did you come from? Yeah, Sinnoh, since we're from Mount Coronet. Excellent. And are you currently still in Sinnoh, or did you leave? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm open to either whatever's easier to get the party together because I I would imagine I would leave after seeing that my family's gone. There's really no one to stay for, but maybe I didn't go far, depending on where you want to put me. Well, I gotta wait, greeting all together. All right, excellent. <laughs> I got that noted down. <laughs> Are we going to Castle Strahd? Is that <laughs> yeah? <laughs> um, Logan. Okay, my uh, normal. I, I want to be abnormal in D&D campaign by my character being completely normal. He has a healthy relationship with his family, but he moved away. And I mean, like, like a normal d kid does to study Pokemon. Yeah. And Pokemon. so both parents alive. Yep. Mother, father, two moms, two dads. Actually. Oh, well, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to keep it heteronormal with okay. the parents, but do know that the character is gay, but Actually, I guess I guess my parents are dead because this is this is an older dude. So he's he's like 
But they win of natural causes, not some right. sort of yeah. weird revenge. Right, no, it's nothing weird. Do you have siblings? No, I'm an only child. Only child. Did you have siblings and they are no longer with us, or they, you nope. were the only totally one? normal. Yep, just, okay. just me. And you are from the Hoenn region? Yep. Where you found your zigzagoon after <laughs> messing up that family relationship? <laughs> zigzagoon was unaware. <laughs> <laughs> He was too young. (laughs) Shameful. All right. Jeff, SBJ, who wants to go next? I can go. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I uh, don't know if I have a family. The earliest memories I have is just uh, me and Farfetch. Uh, His name is D. Pepper, by the way. So you have a family. It's just Farfetch'd. Oh, yeah, yeah. What matters? Me and my bud Farfetch, we go way back. D. Pepper. You are such an anime protagonist. I don't know. I don't know about my family. I I just, it's just me and my animal companion. The biggest question is, does he have pink or blue hair? (laughs) So your family is unknown because you don't remember. Is this possibly related to the numerous head injuries that forced you to retire? Uh, Yeah, (laughs) it could be. It could be. Neck injuries, but yeah, head, 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 neck. Yes. The general head area right, has suffered yeah. some blows. Some uh, spine pain every now and then. Okay. Uh, do you know if you have any siblings, or your entire family is a mystery? I would, I would say the entire family is a mystery. Great, that won't come back to haunt you. Perfect. <laughs> Setting myself up for failure here. I never muck with people's families as a DM. Never. All right, Jeff. Yeah, well, if I was a sailor, that probably means I left home and didn't come back. So I probably had a family. They just don't hear from me. Uh, I was assuming I was older. So let's say I was initially from Kalos, but hey. I, I know the story is I end up in Johto in Olivine City because of the shipwreck. So <laughs> you have parents here. Well, you haven't talked to them along, so you don't know if they're alive or dead. Yeah, I just don't know. Mom, dad, two moms, two dads? I was going to make the comment, I feel like if it was either two moms or two dads at this time, one of them was going to get burned at the stake, but... Um... This is a fantasy world. Oh, okay. <laughs> Could we do this? None we of this there? is real. What <laughs> if I had, I had a mom and a dad, but hey. I knew my mom was seeing another woman? Perfect. Scandalous. <laughs> Not heteronormative. <laughs> Did you have any siblings? I was one of of a set of triplets. <laughs> Did they all end up being sailors? Can you can you crew like, a ship together? Just you and your twi- and your and your and your triplet. What is the no, term no, no, for no. twins? But triplets no, isn't there a shorter? The one? other two triplets no, are like just triplets. <laughs> Shit, I'm tra- I'm trying to think. I think I need a four. Can we be a quad quad triplet thing? <laughs> yes. Quadruplets. Be, then we could say we used to four. then we could say we used to row a quad when we were little in the bay. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and SPJ, which region are you from? I just wrote this down. I am from Snow Point City in Sinnoh, and I'm I'm 27 years old. Alright. Awesome. So we know that Travis. 
you mm-hmm. uh, were from a noble line, so your background, the reason why you became a cleric is you were sent off to become a cleric and then got back too late. Yep. So that is... Anything else about your background you want to fill people in on? Um, I guess I'll say that she... I don't really have a great relationship with my being uh, a cleric and having that training. So the uh, Xerneas is the legendary slash god uh, to which I am devoted. And that uh, that's because I um, I didn't encounter Xerneas itself, but I encountered sort of like a vision of Xerneas when I was really young. And that's what gave me... Um, made me attuned to Xerneas and let me sort of, it's what made my family notice that I had potential. Um, but now that I came back and all the training was sort of for nothing and the whole family's dead, I, I sort of am at a stage in my life where I'm wondering why I even wasted my time learning all these things. And so me and Xerneas are uh, we're having a rough time. Oh, you, if you were to meet, you would not make out with Xerneas. Is this? I I wouldn't make out with Xerneas. <laughs> I'm I'm in the stage where I'm like Xerneas. Okay. Why did you do that? Why did you teach me all these things if I can't even use them to help my family? Perfect. Uh, I will remind you that the the revive spell that you will learn at level fifteen can revive people who have been dead one hundred years ago. So yeah, I'll names. let you know when I get to level fifteen. <laughs> I'm just saying like, that's that could be a goal for your character. It's sure. a goal for your character to get enough money, and you'll stuff. be first to know Logan when he gets <laughs> yeah. fifteen. Can I yeah, make sure to remind me when I oh. get there? Mm-hmm. So uh, Jeff was a sailor. Uh, can I change and... my city? What? Yes. And I changed my start. I feel like to be more story accurate, it would be better if I started in Vermilion City in Kanto okay. and shipwrecked, ended up in Olivine City in Johto. So you were a sailor. <laughs> um, so Jeff and I actually talked about this a little bit beforehand. Um, so there are no, since science isn't a thing um, and the seas are full of wild monsters, many ships hire wizards and mages to actually provide protection and firepower while on the sea. Uh, So when his ship was wrecked, he washed ashore with the ship wizard's spellbook. And that's how he started his path on being a wizard. Do we say why there was a storm or no? Uh, That's up to you if you want to tell people why there was a storm. Do I know why there was a storm? I do know, but I just think the story, do I know yet? It's up to you. Let's say I discover who caused it. Okay. <laughs> it was Xerneas. Oh, man. Xerneas is such a jerk. <laughs> he, he is really not coming out well on this podcast right now. He is not living out. <laughs> Logan. Yeah. I, uh, okay. So my character's name is Stant Willow. He has always been really interested in Pokemon, and from a young age, he was drawing them. And it is now his life goal to compile a complete book of sketches and information on all the Pokemon. Uh, and while doing this, he's he has been patiently training anybody who wants to, to be a Pokemon trainer or learn more about Pokemon. Awesome. Writing all my notes. Also, if he if he sees a Pokemon that he has never met before, 
it's really, really important to him to like more important than most anything else to draw that thing and get the information about it. <laughs> Perfect. SBJ. Uh, we're doing what kind of history now? So what? So you were the wrestler. Uh, yep. Then you suffered injuries and devoted your life to becoming a Pokemon tamer. Anything else in that story? Any other bits that you want to add? Any other bits? Man, I had something and I lost it. Um, so I grew up. Uh, I became a wrestler for money. Uh, Farfetch was with me. D Pepper, my Farfetch was with me the entire time. <laughs> he was also my manager, helped me out, managed the money. We traveled all over Kanto. Is your Farfetch actually intelligent? Yeah, like, he's, is he's that a real? smart dude. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Haven't you seen Pikachu in the anime? He knows what's up. <laughs> um, traveled everywhere, wrestled everywhere. Uh, I just recently was told I cannot wrestle anymore. Uh, prior to this story now happening here. <laughs> Perfect. So I've, right, I've, so I've been around. You've been around. Awesome. So wait, what's it? Remind me. Okay. Jeff's a sailor, but what, what race are you? Human. Okay. Human. And you're, and you've just recently started to become a wizard. Because my boat got shipwrecked near Olivine city. And I collected all the books from the wizard that died on the ship. Yeah, oh, so it's sort of cool. it's sort of new to you. Yeah, and Steve's a human learning, yep. and that I thought that and I've been around. I'm learning the game. <laughs> been around with the eyebrows raised, <laughs> uh, and you, you've been yeah, you've been around the wrestling circuit. You got your intelligent far fetched, uh huh. And now you're going to be a Pokemon trainer, right? So far fetched is like your first Pokemon that you can send out to battle. Yep, correct. Yes. Okay. And but he, Travis, was he was behind the scenes for a lot of... I did all the heavy... I was the wrestler. I did all... He was the right, finance yeah. duck. Yeah. He was the manager. You, you ascended together. Right, yes. <laughs> now we're just switching roles here. All right. And then, Travis, you are a dwarf, a female dwarf. Yep. One thing I Real... forgot to mention is that she's actually really young. She's only 20, and dwarves live to 350, so she's... She's really still a kid. She's yeah. real emo grimdark, because... Mm-hmm. She learned how to save her family right before they died. Yeah. I, f- I forgot we weren't playing Warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> we are not playing Warhammer, new. No. All right. So, big question for all of you. Do any of you know each other in-game? I, I would uh, assume that most people know me because I've been around. Yes, they may I have heard of you, that. but do they actually have they ever met you and hung out with you? I don't think I would have even heard of anybody since the the coal carvers we all lived in Mount Coronet, and then I basically met folks in my schoolmates at or my the other acolytes at the priesthood where I learned to be a cleric. But I don't I don't think I would really know people. It was sort of a um, other than like maybe meeting some people from some other noble families, it's sort of a sheltered existence. Right. Um, I could. Oh, wait. Oh. Go. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I could have met SBJ on a boat. Mm-hmm. I would, um, I would a, say that. Uh, if you were an entertainer traveling, you may have to get from region to region right. by boat. Um, I am or like a typical, like a t- typical professal- professor, except I'm a sage. Uh, my desires to. <laughs> 
catalog all Pokemon, but I have only gone outside of my backyard uh, <laughs> to do so. And but I have heard of this guy that's a famous wrestler who's now looking into becoming a Pokemon trainer. And I feel like I could be of service. <laughs> huh. Perfect. <laughs> All right, and here is my oddball question that will become important later. If your character were to get a tattoo or another tattoo, where would that be? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Bulbasaur, 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 Bulbasaur. I, I would say that uh, I would get a tattoo of D Pepper's name. Right on, right on the rump, right and on, the on the on the back on the back of my leg, my calf. <laughs> maybe a pix, some maybe some pixel art of him, as well. Okay. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense in this world. Yeah, understand. I would, I would probably do one of those weird like underside of the wrist tattoos. Okay, uh, I'd get one over my heart. Oh. <laughs> I would get all the names of my three other siblings on my neck. <laughs> what was it so funny, Travis? Like, 30, I don't know. I just, neck tattoos are funny to me. Sorry if anyone in the chat has neck tattoos. I'm sure it looks great. I just, the concept is funny to me. All right. Well, I think we have enough to actually be dangerous at this point. <laughs> Do we have to go get the tattoos first? No. Now we stream ourselves going to the tattoo parlor. <laughs> uh, so, uh, anything else before I start the opening scene, which will lead to our cliffhanger, because we are nearing the end? Uh, I think I'm good. I think so. Um, I think we're good. I think uh, chat is still good. They've been They've been loving everything so far. Uh, I'll probably ask, this is non-D&D right now, I'll probably ask for pictures of your guys' stuff and maybe compile something online so people can follow mm -hmm. around. Less yeah. work for Greg to do. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, we'll, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, yes, eventually I will need to see your character sheets. Mm -hmm. And you can tell me how wrong mine is right now. Yes. I, I have scribbles everywhere already. Scribbles um, are good. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, take it away, Greg. I think we're good. All right. So we will start what happens. Uh, all right. The first thing you become aware of is either the sound of the ocean or the sound of a heavy wind. You're not really sure what it is. You just know that it's dark and your head hurts. It takes you a moment to realize it's only dark because you've been squeezing your eyes shut. You're fairly certain you're lying on the ground. It feels like you're on grass. The air seems incredibly hot. Uh, finally, you feel like you can face whatever's happening, so you open your eyes to see that you're standing on top of a hill. Around you, there are other people, but you can't quite make them out, because while you're on this hilly, grassy knoll, out in front of you, it quickly turns into decaying grass and dust. As you look off into the distance, you see a giant flower? It could be a flower. You're not entirely sure. It seems like a crystal flower. It's glowing. It's pulsating with some sort of strange energy. You can't 
quite figure out what's going on, you can just feel all this wind blowing past you, blowing onto this huge, giant crystal. Bits of ground are being sucked up into vortexes as everything's being pulled into this bright, centering crystal flower. You gaze up into the sky for a quick moment to see that the sun is being blotted out by what seems to be a gigantic Y. You're taken aback before some sort of beam strikes up and hits the creature in the air. A giant wave of energy explodes out of the crystal, quickly heading towards you, and before you can brace for the impact, you snap your eyes open and wake. You're completely freaked out from this horrible dream. For Logan, your heart hurts. For Travis, the underside of your wrist hurts. For SBJ, the back of your calf hurts. And for Jeff, on the side of your neck, you have a pain. Quickly finding a service service to look in, you see that you have been tattooed with this symbol. (laughs) For our listeners at home, it looks kind of like an unknown. An X unknown and an O unknown at the same time? I was going to say it looks like Arceus's little... Oh, Oh, yeah, it does look like Arceus. Yeah, it's totally Arceus. Come on, this is supposed to be a Pokemon podcast. (laughs) 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 And you tell Pokemon symbols? This is elementary stuff. (laughs) So, this is new. You have this weird pain. The pain fades quickly. Um, and you have no clue what that was or why you've been marked. You spend the next few months trying to track down any information about what just happened to you. Eventually, each of you discover that there's one person in the world that can probably answer your questions. And his name is Ephraim Oakhart. Uh, you also discover that Ephraim Oakhart will be listed as attending an Apple Festival in Cerulean City in Johto. Long way. Eventually, you all make your way to Cerulean City. However, you arrive a week after the festival is over. Cerulean, the town of Cerulean, is it's nice. It's on a river, um, although you notice that there are no buildings built along the river anymore. Um, they all seem to be in town away from the water. Uh, eventually you find your way to the only tavern left in town, which seems to be ironically called the Waterside Tavern, even (laughs) though it's no longer on the Waterside. Each of you enter in. Uh, Those of you that recognize each other all notice that you all have arrived at the same time. Well, I recognize Steve, but he doesn't recognize me like he's never seen me. (laughs) Uh, Once inside... Uh, there <laughs> seems to be the leftover from what seems to have been a huge party. They're still sort of cleaning up after this party. Uh, there are two bar maid people. One is a male, one is a female. Uh, you notice that they're dressed in what seems to be the uniform of the place, which is uh, brown. On the male, it's brown leather pants. On the female, it's a brown leather skirt with a white top. Both of them wear a silver chain around their neck with a small charm on it. And both are incredibly gorgeous. Like, strange that they would find people that look that good, but they're working here. Behind the bar is a busy proprietress. She is 
a human. She would say she's about five feet tall. She has sort of dark brown hair, and she's just quickly uh, cleaning the bar. Uh, there's not a lot of people in the tavern. It's about noon, so this local farmers are in having some lunch. Uh, the local drunk is sitting at the bar being drunk. Uh, she, The bartender sort of makes notice of your entrance, just kind of points to have you sit anywhere you wish, and goes back to work. What do you want to do? I definitely sit next to Steve. Because I've been trying to follow him for all this time. He's just randomly here. This is crazy. I don't even care about this tattoo thing anymore. <laughs> hey, I'm a big fan. <laughs> this is where I talk to Logan. Yes. Do we talk? Oh, okay. Yes. I'm new to d <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know what to say. Um, so Logan says, you're big. I'm a big fan. Uh, I say, thank you. Uh, that's what I just, that's all I say. <laughs> Is that, is that, that's fine. Is that pepper? Is that pepper? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is D. This is D. Pepper, my manager. But uh, we're we're not in the wrestling business anymore. If I don't know if you follow. Uh, oh, I follow. It, oh, oh, okay. You, you got the dirt sheets. Well, <laughs> we we had to recently retire. I've had too many neck injuries, and uh, D. Pepper decided that he's gonna step up. He's gonna make the money. I'm gonna, I'm gonna manage him. Oh wow! And you know, uh, I've never actually seen. What is he? Uh, D Pepper is my farfetch. Oh my! Can I? I'm just gonna. I hope you don't mind. I'm gonna sketch don't, him. No, don't. Yeah. Oh, you can sketch. Don't get too close. I see you have slaughtered a Pokemon that you are wearing. Oh, that, <laughs> you've never seen anybody wear. Like, this is. I mean, like literally hundreds of patrons here wearing leathers it's not <laughs> not really abnormal <laughs> i don't i don't notice a lot of things i've had some neck injuries recently i've had a lot of neck <laughs> and that's why i'm here but i i appreciate you being a fan for so long it means a lot to me hey man you got me through some tough times you know like i don't know like my parents dying recently <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I only that. Yeah, your parents died. That sucked. I only hope that <laughs> D Pepper and I can still entertain as we once have. I'm sure, man. I'm sure. I think D Pepper is gonna need gonna get his time to shine. I think so too. I think so. He, gonna, he's spunky. Gonna focus on this on this sketch. Sketch, sketch him- away, my loon wearing friend. <laughs> Given my uh, sort of sense of entitlement with my um, sort of hoity-toity rich people background, um, I see that these two conversing and and sort of just hone in on. I sort of notice the power dynamic between the two of them that one seems to be adoring the other. Um, so when I walk up, I uh, I completely ignore Logan. What's your character's name? Stant. I completely ignore Stant, and I pay attention to Steve. What's your character's name? Uh, it's just SBJ. Okay, so <laughs> I I uh, I turn to SBJ and and I does say, it, does it stand um, for something different, or that's my wrestling name, <laughs> right? But what does it stand for? <laughs> We're not that. You're not Stant. Okay. Settle down with your question. <laughs> You're not at that level yet. I I turn to SBJ and I say. Hey, uh, you seem important. I- I'm important too. I- I'm Wendy Cole Carver of-, of the Mount Coronet Cole Carvers. 
I I'm looking for uh, for an Ephraim Oakheart. Do you do you happen? To, you you seem important. You you must know the important people around here. Wendy, I I I know a lot of people. I've been around the world. I've held a lot of championships in my time. But right Ooh, you now, look like I someone can't, I should get to know. Right now, I can't remember a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but I've had some recent neck injuries. So at this point, um, gosh, Logan, I already forgot your name, Stant, but I turned to you. Stant. This is this is Stant I, over here. That's very good character, Travis. Keep hold on to that. <laughs> 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 I, I turn to Stant and I say, uh, well, maybe you're the important one then. Uh, do you know this Ephraim? I mean, I'm looking for that guy. I, I mean, it's on my list, you know, of things to do. Do you, it, do you know about this, this thing with, does this mean anything to you? Yeah, it looks like a random thing that I have on my chest that appeared randomly on one night. Did you have the dream? I had it. I had a dream, yeah. I had like a nightmare. Woke up, had a tattoo. Yeah, like that's that. exactly what happened to me. That it, it, yeah, it's weird. Wow, kind crazy. Of strange that you're. That I'm just you're like, if it, I, I just gotta, just like one second. I gotta finish this. Right, but be, this this is kind of important you. and bizarre. Yeah, and really strange. I mean, it's important, but this is like more important. So uh, okay, I'll, like one, I'll I'll wait my turn then. I mean, I'm just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's a jerk. Every character's a jerk. <laughs> I <Right>. had a dream <laughs> about wrestling, and it has cut short because of my injuries. Nobody, nobody cares about other people's dreams. <laughs> All right, unless okay, you're in them. All right, let's talk about this dream, I guess. Jeff, what are you doing? Well, I. We're thinking, I guess, if I saw Wendy point at the tattoo, um, I could approach her and said, Hey, uh, what's that mark on your arm? Because it looks like what I got on the side of my neck. Well, this, uh, this is unprecedented. There's, there's three people, and we all have the same weird dream tattoo. So hopefully you're willing to actually talk to me about it, because this... <laughs> hey, I'm done with the sketch. I'm fine now. It's fine. He, he's preoccupied. I'm not anymore. It's done. Oh, it's People in this region are weird. <laughs> so we talk about what happened in the dream or if we had a dream. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll describe the dream. Steve, are you still cagey about the fact that you also have had I, the dream? Uh, I can't remember if I have the dream, but D Pepper has pointed out to you guys that there's a tattoo on my leg. <laughs> Wow! 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 Are we all? Are we all here for to to see Ephraim? Then is that is that why we're all here? Ephraim Oakheart. Yeah, oh, that's, that's why. Yep, that's I, why. That's what here. D Pepper thinks so, but I mean, he's in charge now, guys. So <laughs> can D Pepper talk, or just like to you? Nah, he just points a lot. He knows okay. what's up. Uh, maybe we should ask someone. I I I, I don't know. Uh, Maybe I go ask the, the bartender uh, if she knows anything about where that guy went. Yeah, I could I could get a drink. I will go with you to the bar. Oh yeah, I'd love to buy you a drink actually. <laughs> I don't even care about this dude. <laughs> how about this this dwarf chick, huh? She's kind of pushy. No beard, right? 
What's your deal? <laughs> All right. So uh, are we asking bartender about the dude? So do you approach the bartender? Logan, or sorry, Stant? Yeah. Yeah, that's what we do. Stant, yeah. I'm, right. I'm a little shy. And as you know, Deep Pepper doesn't talk. Right. I, I got this. All right. <laughs> Just hang, hang on, SBJ. <laughs> So I asked, right. I asked. So as you approach, she sort of looks up uh, and looks at you. Did you need something? Yeah, I'm. I'm wondering. Um, so it's gonna be. It's gonna sound weird. Uh, we all, all four of these people have matching tattoos, but we've never met, and uh, we're trying to find some information about that. And uh, through X that happened in the plot before this, that Greg told me, I figured out that Oak. What's name? SBJ, what's Ephraim name? Oakheart. Ephraim Oakheart. Oh, don't ask <laughs> me anything. Would possibly be my, my only way of figuring out why this tattoo happened. And now I've kind of got a posse of people who are questioning. It just seems like weird, you know? I, wa like, I wave from behind because I can hear the conversation. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> she she wave looks up and looks around. Uh, you don't seem to be the strangest things that's happened here recently, so she's not really bothered by your behavior. I don't know anything about your tattoos or why you would get matching tattoos. That's your business. <laughs> uh, but uh, there was um, uh, Ephraim Oakheart. He did pay for a room for the whole month, but he hasn't been back for a week. Uh, so when's the last time you saw him? He left... Six days ago, he was going to go re research where the apple came from. Uh, so I, all we know is he headed off to the east. The apple? Wait, what? The apple. Miss Bartender. Wait. <laughs> no, my name is Gloria. Thank you. Gloria, Gloria. <laughs> I don't know if you know who I am. But well... The fact that I do know who you are and allowing you to keep your far-fetched out when we do not generally allow those wild animals to roam free in our establishment means I do have knowledge of your importance in the world. Dee Peppard is a renowned accountant, but more importantly, how do you know so much about Lord Gallivan here? <laughs> is that his name? What? Who are you talking about? The from guy. from the back guy, Oakart. Uh, it's Oakart. It's Ephraim Oakart. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he is I have a neck injury. <laughs> he was certainly a chatty person. Um, he certainly made himself known amongst everybody here. He had a lot of questions about the apple. Um, so you haven't seen him in a week or a ten no, day. We We're going to be in the D and D fifth edition universe. It's what it is it's a 10 day did you <laughs> say that in character what does that mean <laughs> it's been six days since we've seen him okay so uh, uh, isn't that a little weird like i, I don't know, know what he's doing he went off to do search for the apple what kind of so, apple we glory my, my no, lady what, the, what, what kind of apple we talking macintosh Oh, come now, surely you are not so out of the loop that you have not heard of the apple. I uh, guarantee it's a huge festival. Guarantee you, we're out of the loop. <laughs> are you not from the region? 
I'm I'm from very far away, actually. Oh, fascinating. Well, let me tell you. Every year in spring, the goblins come with the apple, the apple that can cure any disease and injury. They so, sell it to the highest bidder. We have the huge festival. All the nobles come because really they're the only ones that can afford it. Somebody purchases the apple and then they go away. It's a fun festival. I've never actually seen the apple. I don't have that kind of money. The, oh, so goblins come and bring you an apple? Yes. And you just trust that that's going to cure any disease? Like, well, have I'm you not seen paying that work? for it. It's not my money. Right, but have you, I mean, like, has it cured diseases has, in, in public? Well, that's but, what they say. Okay. All right. Seems weird, but okay. Seems trustworthy, trustworthy to me. Yeah. Fans, I've I wrestled mean. at an apple <laughs> festival, but... That's fascinating. More of like a fall get together. We had macadamians and. <laughs> Did you have cider? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are so interesting. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Do we know where? Uh, so at this point, I'll I'll walk up and join the conversation proper. Um, uh, man, do you know where? He might be be looking for this apple, or any way we might be able to track him down. Well, he headed off to the east. The only thing over there is the deep ravine. We assume that's where probably the goblins live because they, you know, live underground and are horrible creatures. But they're nice <laughs> enough when they come to sell the apple, so we don't care. Where does the bidding hmm. typically take place? Usually out in the town square. But it's already gone. This apple's been sold. That happened a week ago. Uh, like I said, you just missed the festival. Hmm. We do have some is of my... the imported wines and beers, though, if you wish to purchase one. We have a few bottles of the Kalos wine that we brought in specially for the event. Yeah, I have a couple round for my new friends. I have a cask of ale from the Sinnoh region. Uh, apparently, maybe your people uh, made that, my dwarven friend. So the four of you are in the ironically named Water Edge Tavern, talking to Gloria, the bartender, uh, deciding on what beers or wines you were going to purchase when Logan decided to buy the cheap ale for all of his friends because <laughs> I, I like leaned rich. in close so like they didn't hear that it, there was going to be cheap ale. right yeah right she understands your discretion she nods and, and fills <laughs> four mugs uh, and then just sort of waits for you to put down the coin discreetly so as to not I'm just gonna slide, you know. Yeah, there you go. She takes Thank it, you. and uh, busy. She uh, let me know if you need anything else, and then she wanders off to the other side of the bar to clean up to let you speak in private if you wish. Thank you, Gloria. Hey guys, here's these drinks. Can it's I finest, only the finest for my new friends? <laughs> yeah, can I tell that it's <laughs> that it's not uh, top shelf stuff? Do you what taste it for that? Uh, yeah, I'll, t I'll take a I'll take a drink of it. Yeah, the minute it hits your tongue, it, you think you're drinking piss. OK, so I. Um, I take the drink. Um, and I. Try to hold the <laughs> my face from from disgust and I set it down and I say um, and I'm lying now and I say, oh, my um. I almost forgot. Uh, it's strange for for a dwarf, but I'm but I'm actually allergic to ale. Uh, uh, 
Uh, bartender, could I have your uh, most expensive wine, please? Uh, oh, <laughs> certainly. She wanders back uh, with a lovely bottle that she makes a big deal of pouring you because it seems like a really big deal that they have this rare wine. She pours it and hands it to you. Oh, I, it, you know, it's just, it, it's perfect. I just, you know, it, it's strange. Uh, Ailes and, and me just, just don't get along. I guess, I guess it's an acquired taste for, for this, this particular brew. How much is the, how much am I, am I going to owe you for that, for that very expensive wine? <laughs> uh, two gold. Okay. I'll mark down that I lost two gold from that exchange. That's um, super for those expensive. of you know the economy are are interested in the economy and certainly far-fetched know this but uh two gold is more than a farmer would make in five years in this world what that's expensive (laughs) wine right there i'll stick to pitch water (laughs) (laughs) it's probably better it's cheaper Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't drink it. Uh, I don't drink, so I gave my drink to Farfetch, who was more than happy with it. <laughs> Just for yeah. the taste of it. I, I, I like clink glasses of Farfetch. Well, with D Pepper. He's not just any Farfetch. Right, D Pepper. Uh, okay, guys. So uh, you know, Gloria very kindly told us a next step for our journey. We need to go check out that Goblin Den. Did it east? Or what yeah, it I mean, if it if it gets me closer to answers about this, then I, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, yeah, I feel like that's the only thing we got. Should we, guys? Should we like buy a I map hope. or something? Did Gary's sister uh, have one? There's <laughs> a joke Stop. there. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to break into everybody's house to find if there's a Gary in town and if Gary has a sister. We can see how that works out for you. <laughs> is is there a map? Like, I'm sure. Uh, we ask, could... ask Gloria. Ask Gloria. I was going to say we should ask Gloria if she has a map, or knows where we could buy one. I'll go uh, ask Gloria. Or... So yeah, Gloria will return. Um... Oh, Gloria Oh wait, wait, wait! You have a name now, Jeff. I do <laughs> you have a tell name. Tell your name. Hey, uh, name is... Stant. What is uh, this dude's name over here? Oh, he just told me, but wait, wait, hold on. Wait. What's your name? Emojis. 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 Emojis the wizard. Uh, I love Emojis. That's the best name. E-H-M-O-J-U-S. Oh, it's not spelled emojis? No. It looked like emojis, but back then... Back then. The, the letters we could work with. It was emoji. I see. Uh, just like how V and U used to be the same for Romans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so do you call her back over? You Gloria? call Gloria? Yes, we request. We call Gloria okay. from behind the bar. She, Gloria, she can you please come here? Oh. Of course. We were looking for a town's map. Would you happen to have one? or where a town's map, one? like a map of the area. Yeah, screw um, this down. We <laughs> don't really have a map maker here. Uh, I could send for one from the capital, but it would probably take a week to get here. But if you're looking to get to the ravine, if you just head east, you'll literally fall into it. <laughs> All right. All right. 
I'm pretty confident. Yeah, that sounds great. We don't need no map. <laughs> let's, let's go. Are are we going? Are we? Are yeah, we are, going? Are we? Reading? Yeah, let's go. Pick up. All right. Now that, I, now that I finished that farfetch sketch, I, I want to do something else. So you finish your respective drinks, set them out, and together as a group, walk out of the tavern ready for your first adventure <laughs> next week. all right thanks so uh for whoever's joining us i'm sorry that we had technical difficulties for the past the, the last like 10 minutes of our stream um but what's gonna happen is that next week on monday march 7th at 7 p.m uh, we are going to do this again, and then we're going to switch to a Tuesday schedule. So uh, if you're just coming in, if you missed it, uh, this should be up on podcast form. It will have its own separate feed than It's Super Effective, but we will I will put this episode in the It's Super Effective feed just for now. And then we are going to move, and then it'll have its own feed. It'll also be on YouTube. And yeah, if you guys liked it, uh, please let us know on Twitter, at Pokemon Podcast, and... If uh, you didn't, if you had feedback, please let us know that as well. Do uh, you guys have anything else to add before we wrap up? Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Greg. Yeah, yeah Thanks, Greg, you everybody. made this whole adventure, man. Thanks, SPJ. <laughs> so, um... This will be fun. Yeah, I'm we're going to be switching to Tuesdays in the chat. Uh, and we'll have, uh, hopefully, names and everything up. Uh, and have a more fancy screen the next time. Um, you have anything else, Greg? Or are you good? I'm good. Cool. We're off on our adventure. Awesome. Uh, hopefully you guys liked it. Uh, we will be back next week. Uh, and yeah, I am at Dragon Lake. Travis is at the Travis W. Logan is at Logan Jenkins. Jeff is at DD2. JJ DD2, yeah. And Greg is at white wing white wing on twitter and if you want to stay up to date with everything you're going to want to follow at pokemon podcast i want to thank our two moderators today which were uh tylord 95 and drew ski drew thank you so much for moderating and hanging out because we couldn't focus and on irene. and irene and uh because we couldn't focus on the chat but that's probably how it will be so if you do comment in chat i will read it and i will probably smirk and do this little eyebrow thing because i think it's good uh <laughs> But yeah, well, thank you can't you. see it. But. You can't see it. Uh, I am going to go to a standby <laughs> screen so you can enjoy some music. Uh, but thank you guys so much, and we will see you next week. Bye.